Long flames ran the length of the horizon, while others rose vertically, illuminating at different levels the whirling masses of falling snow. Then the sound of tank engines in full acceleration shattered the night and our eardrums. Five vaguely defined monsters loomed out of the darkness, rolling parallel to our line of defence. Our anti-tank crew was already firing. Vina calmly steadied the butt of his FM against his shoulder, and I felt myself stiffen with a thousand indescribable terrors. Flashes of yellow light burst against the lead tank in the group of T-34s, whose turrets were pointed towards our line. Five shells had already left white traces on the huge machine, which otherwise appeared to be unaffected by the efforts of our anti-tank gunners. A tank was roaring past us at a distance of about ten yards. We heard a howling sound, and a shell from a panzerfaust burst against its side. The monster immediately reduced its speed, and thick black smoke began to seep from every joint to be lashed to the ground by the wind. The hatches opened, clanging back against the heavy metal plates. We could hear shouts and cries, which were quickly drowned by a powerful explosion. The turret disintegrated, leaving fragments of human beings suspended from the shattered metal in colours ranging from purple to gold. But there were no cries of triumph from our position, only the barking voice of our pack. One of our shells hit a joint on the back of a second tank, and it too began to pour smoke. Then the cartridges were running through my fingers. Everyone who escaped from the immobilised tank was shot down without mercy. For a moment we breathed more easily. By now our surroundings were lit by flames, and we were able to see the Russian tanks before they got so close. One of them had actually crossed our lines, and as it drew near us, we could feel our hair stiffening with terror. The anti-tank crew were working as fast as they could. Within three seconds, their gun was facing this new threat, and a shell, fired at the earliest possible instant, was bursting against the enemy's front apron. At the moment of impact, the engine stopped and then began to scream, as if it had been thrown out of gear. Simultaneously, somewhere to our right, we were aware of two brilliant flashes and heard a long, drawn-out explosion. Another tank began to fire at us, and large pieces of frozen earth hurtled into the air. I no longer knew what was happening. The tank to our right burst into flames, groaning at all its seams. Führer den Panzerfaust! Sieg Heil! Heil! someone shouted. Our gunners were now firing at the second tank which had penetrated to our rear and which seemed to be having mechanical difficulties. Then its left side disintegrated in a prolonged explosion. But our attention was drawn to a hallucinating spectacle farther to the rear. A T-34 had driven over one of our positions, crushing our men under its treads. One of our half-tracks, armed with an anti-tank machine gun, was chasing it from behind, firing as rapidly as it could. Our anti-tank crew were in trouble. Freivich was wounded, perhaps even dead. We fired our machine guns at the Russian monster, which never slackened its speed, but continued to make for its lines as fast as possible. Two shells fired by other tanks exploded beside our half-track, and a third disintegrated it right in front of us. But the enemy tank, believing it was still pursued, 
vanished into the whirling snow. The Russian armoured assault was over. It had lasted for about half an hour and had clearly been testing our defences. A certain number of tanks had been disabled or destroyed. Their losses were visibly greater than ours. Unfortunately, these losses counted for nothing compared to the vast armada regrouping opposite us. For us, although quantitatively our losses were smaller, the destruction of four anti-tank positions in our sector was extremely serious. The veteran slid to the bottom of our hole and lit a cigarette, despite the ban. House jumped down and joined us. I just heard that Veseraidau's bunker was crushed by a T-34, he said, gasping. 